At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Leaving in our number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you here for the next hour. We're going to talk all things NFL, but I do want to get back to college football a little bit. We talked in hour number one, and I thought it, it, you have to workshop these prices before you just blindly bet them. Right, and I'm, I'm all, I thought you did a great job of workshopping how these yeses or nos could possibly play, i.e., who will make the college football playoff. We went into Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State, the three minus numbers, and boy, they're big numbers, 450, 425, and 380. The consensus is they're going to make the college football playoffs. That's why you can get big plus money on the nos. Now let's look at the plus money here for some of the other schools because everybody not out of the big three, they're all plus money. We talked a little bit about Michigan at plus 320, and I thought you had a great evaluation of that, i.e., play Michigan now at plus 320. And if they run the table and they play Ohio State at the shoe, you could come back Ohio State money line, and you have, as you like to say, locked in profit, which is the name of the betting game. You're absolutely right. And sometimes there are scenarios, and I got one right now here with the Guardians in this game at 7.5. Uh, on the total, I'm not going to get a profit, but I'm going to – kind of put myself in a position where I don't lose right. or minimize or mitigate my loss because it feels like this game might get over that total. Uh, we're heading to the seventh inning, so kind of pay attention to the number and see, hmm. hey, go back the other way because it was minus 125 the under 7.5. Come back the other way on a, you know, it might be over 7.5 and, and minus 125 when I look at it. And just sit there and say, you know what, I'm willing to take a little bit of the j- loss on the juice. 
because I'm not sure how the game's going to go if you don't feel comfortable in a situation like that. I may pull the ripcord maybe sometimes sooner than other people, Mm -hmm. but Dave, I got to tell you, in the long run, it saves you a lot of coin. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what we're trying to do here. So I think we've kind of made a pathway to lock in some potential profit in the Michigan price tag at plus 320 to make the college football playoff. Let's look at others. Can can I just interject one thing real quick? I think Michigan, looking at the board, and you're going to go to the other numbers, I think Michigan is the best uh, dollar value of a totally team to make the playoff at plus 320. And when you look at the, the game against Ohio State, they're probably going to be about a six to seven point dog based on the way the scenarios and seasons playing out. I don't think they're going to be a double digit dog the way we anticipated before the season started. All right. So again, I'm with you, Amal. I think the best profit potential out there right now is the Wolverines at plus 320 to make the college football playoff with that one game sitting in the way at the end against the shoe. Uh, let's bring in uh, Frank Schwab. It's great to have Frank back in the program here. Of course, uh, NFL and sports betting a- analyst for Yahoo Sports. Follow him at Yahoo Schwab. But before we begin the conversation with Frank, uh, Amal, you think he might not be in the best spirits today? Yeah, I just wanted to extend on behalf of everyone here at Beeson. Oh, I know no. Frank is going through a very tough time. What I just happened? wanted to, People are unaware uh, for Frank and his family dealing with challenging situation right now. Uh, the Badgers, the Brewers, and the Packers have all just decided to quit on the season. Frankie, my man, what's going on, buddy? When does that? When does the NBA start? When, <laughs> you got Giannis. Always take solace in having Giannis, Mister MVP. Oh, I, you know, Frank, I thought of you during that Washington State game. That's why I didn't text you because I was like, I, I, too that's soon. Just, no, well, when it's it comes to no, listen, Frank went to a Big Ten school, and there's some things you know when you go to certain schools. You don't sit there and call the person or text them on it. That's just absolute. Oh yeah, that's cruelty. I didn't want to do that to him yeah. against Wazoo. Got to at least let it sit until, what, uh, 12 p.m. <laughs> Wednesday Pacific time yeah, and exactly. then cloud somebody. Yeah, I, look, I'll be honest. The end of the first quarter, I was like, oh, this game isn't going to go well. You just know they, they right. weren't moving the ball. There was no points on the board. It was like, it's just going to be one of those games where they just get no offense going. And I was just, an, it, even by the end of the first quarter, I was like, Please just squeak out some 13 to 10 win. And nope, nope, couldn't even do that. Uh, well, Frank, let's stay in the same state at least. And, and Amal referenced the the Packers. And, you know, we saw Watson drop that pass in the first play of the game, maybe changes the complexion of the game against Minnesota. He drops it. And the rest, as the kids say, is history in that 23 to 7 loss. Now the Packers are in a spot in prime time where they're going to be asked to lay double digits against the Bears, who shocked a lot of the Midwest, I think with that uh, in a swap fest at Soldier Field, came back and beat the Niners. What do you make of the number here, and what do you make the Packers weigh in that 10? It's tough. I, I mean, uh, I, the Vikings were my favorite play of week one. I, I'm not going to say I got them all right. I didn't have a great week one, but I did nail that one because I thought there was just some things about the Packers, especially after the Lazard injury, that they were going to deal with, uh, trying to figure out their offense and the element of surprise of Kevin O'Connell and all that kind of stuff. So, I wasn't necessarily shocked they lost, but I was shocked at the way they lost. They look bad. I, they, you come. I, I hate to overreact at week one, right? That's all we talk about is as guys who, who like to you know be sharper than most. That don't overreact at week one. Don't. But it's hard to watch that game and not overreact a little bit because the Packers look bad and the Vikings look really really good. So I don't know where the Packers are going to go from here. And if we remember, you know, last year. Got blown out by the Saints, obviously, week one. They went into week two, and I believe they were losing at halftime to the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. on that Monday night game in week two. So I, I don't know necessarily do we look at this and we say, oh, the Packers are just going to lay waste to the Bears, and they're going to – I don't know. I, I, it's it's a little scarier than it was a week ago. Let's put it that way. I, I'm not going to play around with this spread, really. I probably won't have either side because just – you know, it's either dog or nothing when you get to double digits for me in the NFL. But I, I don't necessarily – really trust the bears, but I definitely 
Don't know if the Packers are elite right now. It was a very scary week one for them. I would agree with you there. You mentioned Minnesota. I know you were high on them coming into the season. They played outstanding football, and I think this team is far better than I anticipated coming into the season. I want to ask you about a team that everybody's been talking about, the Philadelphia Eagles. I get it. But to me, Frank, their performance was against an anemic Lions defense, and I have some concerns with the Philly defense. How do you evaluate Philadelphia based on what you saw in Week 1 and now a great matchup in Week 2 that could potentially matter when we get to the later in the season in terms of conference standings? Yeah, and, you know, I rewatched that game again today, the condensed version at least, uh, and I didn't come out of it feeling that bad about the Eagles. And there were times in that game they were dominant. There are things that they got to clean up. They give up way too many rushing yards. DeAndre Swift, they gave up a lot of points. You don't want to give up 35 to the Lions. But a lot of that came after the game was pretty much in hand. Typical Lions backdoor cover, right? But I, I look at that Eagles team and I just... Maybe I'm just overrating the names at this point, but you look up and down that every three, all three levels of the defense, they have talented dudes. They really have guys. I think adding Bradbury is going to be a big deal for them. Adding, a, you know, a Gardner Johnson is a, a big deal in their secondary. Jordan Davis is going to help their run game. I don't think that everybody's going to run for a buck 70 on them. It just doesn't seem like that kind of a defense. So I come out of it. I'm encouraged. I like them on Monday night against the Eagles or against the Vikings, even though the Vikings look really good in week one. I just believe in this Eagles team. I do. You come out of week one and you look at all these NFC contenders and obviously Cowboys are done. Packers didn't look great. The the Bucks, I didn't think the Bucks played as good as a lot of people did. You look at you say, well, why not the Eagles? I've been saying that the whole time. I, the Eagles are the one team I trust and I think they can stamp that on Monday night. I'll be on the Eagles and if, hey, if the Vikings go into Philly and win that game, I'll probably change up and be like, maybe the Vikings are the team. I should have been this high on the whole time. Well, they are now the prohibitive favorite to win the NFC East, Frank. After that week one, uh, what we saw with their win against Detroit and certainly what happened with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys uh, laying that egg against the Buccaneers. I want to get to the Thursday night game here, Frank, because I'm watching the numbers and they are moving ever so slightly. They got up as high as four and a half. Now they're back to four for the Chiefs against the Chargers on Thursday night. There are injury concerns. It looks like Keenan Allen will not be able to go for the Superchargers. And Patrick Mahomes had x-rays on his on his, what, on his hand, I believe. And he says he's going to be able to go as well. Wrist situation for Mahomes. But he says he's going to be fine. What do you make of this number? And look at that high total of 55 for this one. Yeah, I... I... Am I crazy to like the Chargers here? Really like the Chargers? <laughs> I get Keenan Allen isn't out, but I've already got some Josh Palmer props in. I think he's going to have an excellent game. He'll be their number two guy, and, and jo- Justin Herbert will feed him the ball, and he'll he'll really blow up in this game. I just love the Chargers here. I, I do. I'm sorry. I know the Chiefs played really, really well, but you're giving me four, and I've even, you know we've seen it four and a half this mm-hmm. week, especially four and a half. Yeah, I, I'm all about that. At very least, I think this is a close game. I think these are two evenly matched teams. I thought Chargers played pretty well week one. I don't think it was their best, but I think they did. They knew that Thursday game was coming up and they did just enough to win against a, a pretty good Raiders team. I think the Raiders are going to be just fine going forward. So I'm all about the chargers here. And maybe, you know what? Fading Mahomes has been dumb through the past few years, but I, I just get, I just get the sense that this is a game. The chargers really, really have circled. They want this game. They know, Hey, if we're going to be taken seriously in the AFC West, we got to win this game. This is the kind of game playoff teams go and at least compete in. So yeah, Plus four and a half all day. I think the Chargers are really live here. I I like your uh, point of view on this one. I don't have an opinion on this game. This is why, to me, the NFL is great. This is not a game I'm going to bet. Maybe an in-play. But I I can't wait to watch this game. I think it's going to be crucial to how both these teams' seasons potentially go. Looking forward to seeing this matchup. Um, When you look big picture right now in the AFC East, Buffalo, I I could make the case, look like the best team all weekend Mm -hmm. uh, when we looked at all 32 teams. 
I know people are saying, well, Miami got the win against uh, the New England Patriots. I thought the Patriots were horrific. But Miami had a sack fumble and a 40-something yard completion on fourth down and seven to get a touchdown. I mean, are, are the Dolphins really any good here, Frank? I just don't see it with either of these teams. I think Buffalo is going to cruise through this division. Yeah, I mean, if you're setting an over-under of, like, the Bills winning this division by four and a half, would you take the over? I might. I really might. Like, they might have it clinched by Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm with you on the Dolphins. I think you make great points there that, yeah, they, they hit that waddle play where the Patriots just took terrible angle. How do you let that happen yeah. at the end of the mm-hmm. half? And the sack bumble's a little fluky. Their defense did play well, no doubt. And Tua played well. Tua, solid. We cannot expect it to be more than what he was on Sunday. Solid. Get the ball out to guys. 270 yards, efficient. If that's going to be Tua, then they can live with that. Really interesting game against the Ravens. I don't know what to make of that game yet because I thought the Ravens weren't as good necessarily as a scorer either. The Jets are just that bad. <laughs> I, the, the Ravens need to get some healthy running backs. So... I think when you look at that division, it is just the Bills are just seriously might have the the division wrap by Thanksgiving. It's it's just that much of a discrepancy. I'm not sold on the Dolphins. Definitely have to take a step back on the Patriots. Bill Belichick's not going to figure this thing out overnight. It's going to take a while. So yeah, I'm with you. The, the AFC East is the one you can kind of. It's a wrap right now. There, there's just no intrigue left in that division in my mind. Yeah, Buffalo is about a two two fifty betting favorite to win the division. Now it's up to four to one to win the East, and it's probably going to get a lot higher as the season goes, so mm-hmm. there actually could still be some value if you believe that in laying 4-1. to Hey, Frank, really appreciate it, man. Sorry for the eulogy at the top there for <laughs> your teams. Always appreciate it, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. There he is, Frank Schwab. You can follow him on Twitter at Yahoo Schwab. Does a great job for Yahoo Sports. When we come back, let's do win total Wednesdays. Beautiful. And take a look at some uh, in-season win totals, see if we can some, find some value in them. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we are back here on. Big bets and horse racing fans. First bet wants to invite you to enter their free sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotel tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from one slash ST bet. Head over to vcom slash horses to register now. Back alongside of Shaw, I'm Dave Ross. And again, I say this is something my buddy Tim Doyle, who's a frequent guest on our show, Horse racing calls are the best ever. To spend like three days in a Santa Anita Park, that'd be a blast. We listened to the old call during a break here of yeah. uh, Birdstone running down Smarty Jones. It's been 26 years since the Triple Crown winner. We've had one since. I do think horse racing announcers and maybe NHL announcers are the best in the biz. Do you have a favorite when it comes to – just like if you go carte blanche for the sport, I think hockey announcers – and horse racing announcers might be the best out there. A name that you're going to know, I used to love when he used to do games with Bill Clement was Gary Thorne. Oh, my goodness. He was so LGM. good. The, uh, the, <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> God, God, I hope not. You know what, Kelly? I, I was picking the Mets. I have the Dodgers to 5-1 to win the World Series. I thought the Mets were a legitimate threat. Switching back? No, it's not that. This guy's just going to make me root for the Braves. Yeah. And the, I mean, it's like, you gotta, you, it's just you unbelievable. for Ted Turner's guys? No, I'm just rooting against you, Dave. It has nothing to do with that because <laughs> I'm getting a let's go Mets right now. Come on, dude. Take care of business. You guys are about to blow this division. I know you're going to win it. LGM. <laughs> yeah, throw the ha- <laughs> you throw the hashtag in there, Dave. Come on. Don't leave out the hashtag. Half game lead, by the way, for the Metropolitan's boys. How sweaty should it be? Like, uh, By the way, like Will Hill, great on the network. You know, we thought this was over. We thought this division was put to bed, right? Because you get DeGrom back. The Mets are blowing this lead. With Jacob DeGrom back, that's that's the part that's really surreal. I, I disagree with you that they're blowing this lead. I think Atlanta's playing extremely well. I, I don't think the Mets are playing poorly. I think over the course of a season, you have a couple of bumps in the road. You know, when DeGrom loses, we look at it like it's a catastrophic event because of how great he is, but it's going to happen throughout the course of the season in baseball from time to time. You have to give him a ton of credit for the way he's pitched and been injured. I still think when you put those two together in the rotation, him and Max, they're, those are not guys anybody wants to face. With you. Like, the way I look at it is and Max is dinged up right now. If you can get those two guys healthy for the playoffs, I'll roll the dice there. Yeah. I'll, whatever the numbers are, if you, if you can guarantee me, Steve Cohen, that those two guys are healthy. By the way, I love that he's active on Twitter as the Mets owner. Because, you know, social media is, is a place for normal and uh, very educated takes. 
<laughs> they just hammer. Like if Steve Cohen tweets anything, they just hammer him. Just all the knives come out. Uh, yeah, what yeah. are you doing on Twitter? Social media. Always rational. People are always rational. <laughs> Let's make those t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Social are, are media. You, are you saying our, our guy Dave Ross is not? Because I think Dave's paid by the tweet. Yeah, I, he I must should. be, right? I did. And if he is, he's raking it in. Raking. <laughs> People don't get my sarcasm on Twitter all the time. Yeah, but you know what? You can't. So you can't be sarcastic in text and Twitter because it's hard it's, to translate. It doesn't translate. It. Yeah, they don't get that all the time. Yeah, exactly. But that's kind of the fun. Let's get to win total Wednesdays here, and let's start off in the NFC. And, and look, I get why there would be a knee-jerk reaction to what you saw with the Cowboys. But the team I do want to put under the spotlight here to begin uh, win total Wednesdays, these are now adjusted win totals after week one. The Buccaneers, they're still the biggest win total on the board in the entire conference. At 11 and a half. That's juiced evenly. And most of these are juiced evenly. Some, we'll get to some of those where there's some outliers. But were you overly impressed by the Buccaneers with that 19 to 3 win down there in Jarrell World? Because I was not. Well, I, I was impressed with their defense. Yes. I thought their defense played extremely well. I thought the offense could correct a few things where they ended up kicking field goals. To me, with Todd Bowles, and I think Chris Collinsworth, or it might have been somebody else, mentioned it. This team seems like they're taking more defensive-minded approach. Bowles does a tremendous job on that side of the ball. They're going to allow Brady and company to do what they do mm-hmm. and run Leonard Fournette. Um, you know, Fournette is a guy that came in with a ton of hype. I don't know if he's necessarily delivered on his status of being a top-five pick. I don't think he has. You know, Zeke, you can sit there and criticize, but Zeke's got two rushing titles. Right. And, you know, he's I think two seasons he's missed 1,000 yards by combined less than 100 yards. Uh, so but for, you're right, Fournette coming out of LSU was can't miss, right? He hasn't missed because you, you won a championship with him in Tampa Bay. He's resurrected well, what would the miss was. Well, I, I, uh, one guy played for the Jags, and one guy ran behind a very good offensive line in Dallas. That's fair, too. Yeah, let me ask you a question. How many rushing yards <laughs> did Leonard Fournette have last year in Tampa Bay? I don't know. That's my point. Uh, <laughs> to me, if he was as good as you're trying to defend him to be, then he should be putting up numbers. Now he's got an opportunity. He's playing with the GOAT. And Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, had the Gronk man last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what's the excuse for him now? No excuses. He, and Kelly's looking up his stats. He probably won't have an answer because it's not that good. He's 27. He's too old now. <laughs> <laughs> he's 27. My God. Uh, we looked down this board a little bit on Win Total Wednesdays. And the one that shocks me as the third highest in the conference Fly, Eagles, fly. Up to 10 and a half. My goodness. Now, remember, you could have got that win total around eight. And then, you know, the A.J. Brown trade happened. The great draft by the Eagles happened. All there it is. And now, after one week, they are tied with the Packers at 10 and a half as the second highest win total Wednesday in the conference, Amal. Are we running before we're walking in Philly? Well, look, I think the one thing that really impressed me with Philadelphia, I asked Frank about the Eagles. I was impressed with um, Jalen Hurts' mobility in terms of what he was able to do. I thought he really made the right decision when necessary to make a move. From that standpoint, that he was uh, outstanding. But for me, Dave, I don't know. I, I, I'm just not necessarily – Is this an 11 or more win team? Remains to be seen. I think they're getting too much love for beating Detroit. I, I You know – The Lions are not a good team, (laughs) and I I just don't get the affinity for them. So we'll see what happens here going forward. Um, You know, the one thing is, you mentioned A.J. Brown. Look, I like Devontae Smith, liked him a lot at Alabama. 
But Miles Sanders is a decent running back. I mean, this is not Saquon Barkley of Penn State. No. I mean, okay, Fletcher Cox had a tremendous career. Brandon Graham's a very solid, good player. But I just don't get, you know, we're sitting here talking about this team like it's the mid-'90s Cowboys. I'm with you. I don't see it. I might become a believer as we go. The other total that's jumped up is the Vikings after that impressive week one win. That's now a 10-win team here in the adjusted total. So you got to get to 11 to win that bet. Juiced evenly at minus 110. I want to go to the quote-unquote bad teams, okay, in the NFC. And the teams that maybe took it on the chin in week one. So now they plummet like the stock market <laughs> has plummeted. Okay. So now, obviously, the big glaring one is the Cowboys. This was a 12-win team a year ago. And now they're down to seven and a hook. Seven and a half. Now it's just a little bit to the over, minus dollar twenty. Can this team rally around Cooper Rush to at least win you eight games? Cash that over ticket. Dave, can Cooper Rush rally around his teammates? Because he is not a guy I want starting under center. The Dallas has probably one of the worst backup situations in the National Football League. They got the Danuch they might have to bring back. Remember the kid out of JMU? I'd rather just bring in an extra blocker and go direct snap to Pollard and Zeke. I mean, <laughs> these single guys. Wing. Absolutely. <laughs> let's let's the play the clock. Every every snap should come under <laughs> three seconds. You want to work that clock every three plays, you get two minutes off the game clock. He's just not an NFL quarterback. Now, remember, he had that game in Minnesota where we surprised a lot of people, but I think you have to give the defense a ton of credit for what they were able to accomplish in that one. And the Cardinals, by the way, they still have the king, Kyler Murray. Seven and a hook, but boy, juiced heavily to the over, minus fifty. But they looked god-awful in week one. When, when you said the Cardinals have the king, you know what I honestly thought? I thought you were talking about Albert Pujols. <laughs> I, I really did. I was like, what is he talking about? And then you said Kyler Murray. That's a bit of my sarcasm. The, well, right, the, the king. He, he is the king of the Texas high school football. He is the king in Texas, that is for sure. So you look at that win total of seven and a half. Also with the team we talked a lot about yesterday in Big Bets, that's the G-men at seven and a half. Now, that might actually pique my interest. There's something that we talked about at juiced only to a dollar ten evenly either way. That could be an eight win team after stealing one down there in, in Music City land. Uh, absolutely, I would play the over on this team. We talked about the, excuse me. We talked about this team yesterday. There is a possibility, if not a probability, that they start out four and zero. Absolutely. Now, that, that's now I say that in four weeks, they might be one and three, but I still think so. That got, is one I would play. I, I have not played it, but if I were to play one of these win total Wednesdays, the Giants at seven and a half feels playable. How do you feel about the Giants against your Cowboys? That game is in New York or technically New Jersey, but how do you feel about that matchup? Not good. From a Dallas standpoint, right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I think the Giants, Saquon is healthy. Where do you guys see him? Top Five top seven running backs in the NFL? Amal, I haven't seen that dude yeah. healthy since Penn State. So, so, so yes to Amal's question, but absolutely what Dave's saying, right? Like, I, I, I think don't so, but I don't really know. The, the problem is with Saquon, we've seen this movie before. It has a great opening week, and then two weeks later, it's a hamstring. Ah, or, yeah, exactly. It's something along the way. But I like the Giants over the seven and a half. I think the Panthers are under. I thought they got up for this game. I thought Baker and company were ready to play. And I thought it was also a couple of br- blown coverages by the uh, Browns in this one. Say quad Barkley. <laughs> He's got quads, but he always pulls them, it feels like. And by the way, the, the Falcons there at four and a half. Even money to get five I wins. Don't, I don't know about I was going to bring that one up. We're running out of time, but I don't think they're that bad. Five I know, wins I, I think they can get to. See, this is what I look at, Kelly. I go, are they, did they just have a terrible fourth quarter? Are they any good? We'll discuss the win total Wednesdays in the AFC next year in Big Bets. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 
VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Start your season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, 24 7 videos, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game. All season long, we got pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to help up your betting game. Sign up with our discounted football special. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175. Or you can save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options to become part of the sports betting network. Back alongside them all, shall we roll on here? I am Dave Ross here on Big Bets. And you and Kelly... We're saying to me as we look at these win total Wednesdays that this is a new, a relatively new Vegas phenomenon that you could not get these adjusted win totals, say, Kelly, what? Five, six years ago? Uh, definitely, yeah, I mean, definitely new for Vegas over the past couple years. But, yeah, we saw these really as the East Coast books, DraftKings, and, and uh, others came about really po- start posting these in season for NFL, college football, ba- you know, baseball, basketball. You'll see them on. But, yeah, for NFL, they're great. We love talking love NFL it. win totals. There's a lot of value here when you're only playing a 17-game season. Totally agree. And I, I like it, Amal, because I think we, we're trying to – Identified numbers. We, we've already picked out the Giants by going through their schedule at seven and a half, maybe an adjusted win total. That's something that's playable. And again, some of those teams we mentioned in the NFC that got off on the wrong foot that maybe you want to hop on now. Let's do the same exercise here in the AFC. Because I think what was clearly evident to me when we looked at the NFC, that the Eagles have hopped up to being the second along with the Packers as the, the at ten and a half wins, that the conference is just weaker. It's just weaker than the AFC. Now look at the AFC. Oh, boy. One, two, three, four, four teams at 10.5 or more. Starting off with the Buffalo Bills at 12.5. So, barring injury, and this is always the concern when you do these season-long totals, to Josh Allen, 12.5 is juiced over. Minus $1.30. This feels like at least a 13-win football team. It does, and you're absolutely right. They feel like they're going to go 13-4 and or better. You know, for some reason, with the extra game, we aren't giving these teams credit. Remember you'd see the Niners and the Cowboys, they'd go 13-3, and 14-2. and two. The Colts, same mm-hmm. thing every year, 12-4, and 13-3, and 14-2. and two. Um, I don't know why people don't seem to be as high in that sense on Buffalo, but, man, Josh Allen, uh, Mahomes, both off to fast starts for league MVPs. Uh, they look really dangerous, so I, I can see where people would have an affinity to potentially still take Buffalo, but I wouldn't do it at this price, Dave, uh, even though I think they're going to dominate. The way they look right now in this division, 6-0 and in the division, so now can they win another six games because they already have one under their belt against the Rams? Um, boy, it, it seems like it's going to be difficult for them not to be able to find that. So based on those seven games, I'm giving them credit for running the division. New England did that all the time. So you've got seven games, you've got ten. You've got to win six games out of the ten. I think that's a possi- That's a very good possibility. And it's something else we noted that as long as Josh Allen is playing and he's the shortest favorite to win MVP, they're going to be favored in every game. They're, they're going to be maybe Miami's a pick them down there. If Miami's playing well, we'll, we'll, we'll see that out. But pretty much the biggest dog they're going to be is what they were against the Rams in the summer. And then that number flipped. To the, to the Buffalo Bills being two-and-a-half, three-point favorites. So they didn't even last long as an underdog in week one. Yeah, absolutely right. And um, this team, it's going to be interesting to see what happens going forward with yeah, them. Yeah, they're going to be a big betting public 
betting team, which is not normally the side you want to be on. I'm with you. I think maybe the, the value has been extracted a little bit. But they do feel like a 13 win as long as Josh Allen stays healthy. That's a big if, by the way. Chargers and Chiefs come in next. Uh, knotted up at 11. Okay. Now, again, juiced evenly. Minus dollar 10 either way. You want to play the under. Look, week one, success. But the Chiefs haven't gone in interdivision yet. I actually like the Chargers better because they beat the Raiders in the, in the division of death, as I like to call it. Right? So now... The Chiefs haven't played. They're going to get their first taste Thursday night, ironically, against the Chargers. Right. So, to me, I would think the Chargers is more playable than the Chiefs if you wanted to bet the over 11. Yeah, I, t- I tend to agree with you. Um, but, again, it depends on which team you prefer. Yeah. Um, it's really going to come down to that. The Chargers look good. They're better defensively uh, compared to Kansas City. But, you know, that guy, Matt, Patrick Mahomes. Pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Still, Still right there. I'm with you. I have not played any of these adjusted uh, win total Wednesdays here in Big Bets. But if I were to hop on somebody in the first page, I'm looking square at you, John Harbaugh. Jim, John Harbaugh. One of those Harbaugh's. Ten and a half for the Ravens flock. Minus the buck ten. So you get the gimme. I would have taken them before. But I, it's more that I look at the rest of the division. I was underwhelmed by what Cincinnati did with their, off- their revamped offensive line. Steelers get the win. Are the Steelers really going to be an 8-9 win football team? Maybe. I, I just look at the rest of the division. I go, Baltimore feels like they're going to be the best of the bunch. So to me, if you can give me five out of six wins in, in division, maybe that's saying a lot, maybe four and two, and you already got one in the bag against the Jets, I think 11's in play. I hear what you're saying, but I would make this argument on the division. Bring it. I think the Browns will get better, even with Brissett, and then remember they get Watson for the end of the year. The Steelers, if they would just allow Trubisky to go out and try and do his thing, let him be mobile, we saw it with Jalen Hurts. We saw it with Josh Allen. These guys put immense pressure on the defense because of their mobility. They've got a good defense. Now, it's going to be a problem with T.J. Watt being out for a while. Yeah. But still, I think there's sometimes you've got to take some risk, and I think the Steelers need to just let it go and say, hey, let's just go for it. They've got players. The big problem with Pittsburgh continues to be the offensive line. Yeah. You can't block. You can't protect the quarterback. They did nothing offensively this second half. None whatsoever. So I look at the three teams on that board in the first page here that lost and or tied Indianapolis ties. We got to outlaw ties. That's the subject for another day. So now the Colts have come down a little bit to nine and a half, juiced evenly, dollar ten. Broncos have come down to nine and a half, juiced evenly. Oh, excuse me, uh, juiced to the under, minus a dollar twenty. And then how about the Bengals? You can get plus money if you think there's still a ten-win football team at nine and a half. Any of those that you might dabble on? Because to me, the Colts could be playable, but I think. The luster of what the Colts were going to be with Matty Ice might have come off and come down just a little bit after that lackluster tie against tech, the Texans. Yeah, I, I look, I'm not high on Matt uh, Ryan. I, I think throughout majority of the game, he showed his age and what he is. I, I just can't believe that Frank Reich and company for the third year have gone with a washed-up quarterback. I mean, you know. They keep the, trying the same system. It's not working. Well, he reminds me of a singer that used to play like Allegiant Stadium is now playing some state fair in Iowa. I mean, that's what these guys are. <laughs> so wait, so Matt Ryan would be the equivalent of like uh, Whitesnake? Great analogy. <laughs> I was thinking Nelly was playing at the M, I think, last oh, week. Oh, come and on. I, I Nelly's it. still a I think I missed Nelly. <laughs> Nelly? Is is that, was it, was that this weekend or next weekend? It's one of these it's, weekends. He's playing at the pool. Uh, Nelly's at the pool. I was like, wow. <laughs> I, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That's Matt Ryan? That's Matt Ryan wishes it was hot in here. Exactly. <laughs> I actually think Nelly's still above Matty Ice. Sorry, so, but, like, but um, I'm going to push back a little bit. You don't think Matt Ryan's better than what they've had there the past couple years? 
Listen, Ke- Kelly, Kelly, I've got to give you an analogy that I would only say here at this network. Being the tallest midget doesn't make you tall. Wow. Okay. That feels like a shot at me. I'm just... I would say this, though. I would push back because I thought Phillip Rivers, even old man Phil, they were beating the Buffalo Bills in a playoff game. By like, the way, Phil, Phil was... He was still capable. By the way, did anyone throw the ball into the ground more on a false start snap than Phillip Rivers? I mean, he acted, Dave, oh, yeah. no, Donovan McNabb. It didn't sneak for no, no, nine no. years or whatever. No, no, no. He'd get that ball and just throw it right <laughs> to the ground like, like, like he's afraid to get hit. He's, like, he's, he's afraid he couldn't continue to have kids if he got hit too many just, times. I think he just had another kid. All yeah. I'm saying on the Colts is you look at that schedule. This is like it, we could we could talk all we want about going into Houston and laying an egg and that being a tie. Cool, you got the G, the Chiefs in two weeks, but you're talking the Jags this week, right? Three weeks from now, you're hosting the Titans, who I don't think are going to be very good this year. Uh, and then it's Broncos, Jags, Titans, Commanders, Patriots. There's so much. Well, they get the there's NFC so East. many wins on this schedule to me. Still, to Kelly's point. You look at the schedule, and again, maybe the NFC East, three teams won in the division last week. Maybe it's not going to be the NFC East this year, but you do get that division. So, yeah, you're disappointed with the tie, but the number does come down now because of the tie. So do you have 10 wins in there? And I think that's that's the question. If you're backing the Colts here, you should be favored. Even if, if, We'll find out if Super Dak is back by then, if he's super or if he's just Dak, because that's week 13, so he could theoretically be back. I don't know what to make of the Commanders. The Giants, I'm still, yes, I'm hiring them in the division, but are they up to the Colts level? And then the Eagles is a home game. So you could navigate the NFC East possibly to 3-1. and one. And then if you can get, without tying Frank Reich, if you can get four wins with the remaining five that you have in the schedule, and then you're going to be favored in most of those. You could potentially figure out your way to get to 10. I hear what you're saying, but this schedule looks daunting to me. You play the Titans twice in the first seven weeks, which surprises me a little bit. You've got the Chiefs at the Broncos, which you referenced, at the Raiders. Uh, and then you get Dallas when Dallas will be healthy. By that time, Dak will be back in week 13. And then at Vikings is no picnic. Exactly right. Chargers as Ooh. well. I, I don't like this team over 10 wins. I think it's going to be a tough task for them. They feel like a 9-8-1 type of team. Maybe I mean, sorry, 9-7-1 or... Mm-hmm. You know, somewhere in that range. All right, when we come back, I want to go to the bottom feeders, and I say bottom feeders because they had struggles in week one, so the, the numbers come down. If we can maybe pick some lower win totals and see if we like any of those to possibly go over. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online. Sportsbook Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for the for every line boost and special. Lice it up for week two and beyond with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and touchdown insurance offers every single Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet. Up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on a Sunday night football game. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head over to BetRivers.com. Download the BetRivers app. It is a whole new ballgame. Wrapping things up here on a Wednesday here on Big Bets on Visa and alongside Mall Shaw. I am Dave Ross. Do you believe in the hump day thing? Like, like oh, halfway through the week? Uh, no. I didn't think so. <laughs> what it does for me, though... <laughs> It gets me closer to Thursday night football. Look, I will say this because as an old school guy, I hated the advent of, of Thursday night football. I would still be, I'd be fine without it. But as I a gambler, as a gambler, it's it's, it's awesome because we get so excited to get to it, right? But as a football purist, I don't even know if I really am that. It's it's not better for the sport. Guys are playing on these guys are banged up. We talked about Patty Mahomes. He's got the X ray in his wrist. Keenan Allen's not going to be able to go. He's officially out for this ball game. It's not conducive to getting the best two teams on the field because they can't recover. These guys can't recover in time to play every Thursday night and be proficient. So you, you are doing a disservice to your sport, but to the gambling community, we absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with everything you just said there. I think when you turn around playing on a Sunday and then have to go back and play oh on goodness. a Thursday night, remember, everybody plays on Thursday once in the year. Uh, whether it be Thanksgiving or any other regular season Thursday. So it is a challenge. And I, I just think that as you get later and later into the season, it really impacts the product. Totally agree. So, again, before you hop on that big over total, realize that you've got the injury, potential injury. Mahomes says he's fine. 
but he did get an x-ray for it. X-rays were negative, which, of course, is positive. But Keenan Allen, not good news. Let's get back to those win total Wednesdays here. And these are for maybe the, the lower end of the spectrum here. Now, some teams, they did get increased with a win, i.e. the Browns are now 9.5 in the adjusted win total. So, Jacoby Brissett, don't turn your back on the Wolfpack, 1-0 as the starter. He's got a long ways to go until Deshaun Watson is eligible to play. And now that over is juiced plus money, plus $1.20. Okay, it was Carolina, but it was on the road, and it's still tough to win on the road in the NFL. What do you make of that adjusted win total? Is this a 10-win Browns team? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I have some concerns with them. It's tough to gauge. I think within the division, realistically, if the Browns things go well, I think they're four and two. Mm. Um, I think they could be three and three, but I think just as easily they could be two and four. You know, a lot of it comes down to the Steelers. I think they split with um, Cincinnati uh, and then potentially split with the Ravens. I'm with you. And and I kind of look at a couple of these other teams here and I go, I don't know what to make. Like the Raiders, their win total still now is at eight and a half. Okay. Now they're favored here in week two out in the desert to beat up Arizona this week. But you and I talked about it briefly yesterday. Look, I'm, I'm not a coach. I'll never be one. I'd like to be one. But I look at it and I go, boy, it just felt like it was mismanaged a little bit. Clock management at the end of the first half was a disaster. A sense of urgency I didn't think was exactly there. They, it all came down to one series, and Derek Carr got sacked, sacked twice in the final drive in order to turn the ball over on downs and lose that game against the Chargers. I know the Chargers are good. What about the Raiders? Are they good? Are they, are they a nine-win football team? Again, they'll be favored the next – I don't know if they'll be favored at Tennessee, but it'll probably be close to a pick and then you get that brutal part, right? You get the Broncos, and then you go to Kansas City before you get the bye week. What do you make of the Raiders after what you saw in week one? You know, I, I didn't watch that game that closely because they were all so bad in the second half compared to what we saw in the earlier games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think this team's going to be extremely dangerous. I think they're one you have to pay attention to um, and just, you know, kind of gauge them as the season goes on. I thought they played better in the second half. But I have some concerns in terms of this offense. Can they find consistency? And Derek Carr, as good as he can be at times, I think sometimes he thinks he's ordering lunch. Like he's uh, just sitting there taking his time. Like looking let's at the, go, dude. Yeah, exactly. Pick up the pace a little bit. No question about it. A couple of seven-and-a-half win teams now in the adjusted totals are interesting to me because the Patriots got just, it just didn't look good. Okay? Stephanie's in to produce final countdown next. I, that was not for her earshot. But they are now seven and a half. The Steelers are the same number. They won. But it shows you that people aren't believing the hype, if there's any hype. And now the Watt injury is something to be very concerned in the Steel City. Out of those two teams at seven and a half, which one would you be more, is more applicable for the over? Juiced heavily for the Patriots, by the way, to get eight wins at minus $1.40. Yeah, I I think when you look at it, I... The Patriots, I got to push back on. You know, I think they still have talent. I think the one thing that got overlooked this whole weekend is the defense. Thought they had one bad play in which Waddle scored on that fourth and seven. They took some bad angles. If we can't trust the Patriots and Bill Belichick defensively, what can we trust? Well, listen, Michael Lombardi. uh, The bottom line is Tom Brady is the reason why you got six rings and nine Super Bowl appearances. Uh, Chicken Uh, or the egg theory? No, it's not. It's just I believe in facts. (laughs) Guy goes down to Tampa, takes a bag of bricks, dirt, you know, team that's rolling in the dirt, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, they're getting measured for rings. Just for the record, I'm on your side. Okay, I actually agree. You. I think it's more Brady. But, but the hoodie backers are going to say, wait a second now. No, listen, Chicken he's a tremendous head. coach. We know that. Yes. My, my point being is, though, I thought New England's defense played well enough to win the game. They, they had a little bit of difficulty with Tyreek Hill at times, but who doesn't? 
And at the same time, when you give up, what was the final score in this one? 23 I, to 10? I stopped counting. I think it was 23. Sorry, pay, 20, to 7, 20 to 7, right? Yeah. The Pacers are uh, just inept offensively. Yeah, by the way, unfortunately for Stephanie, it's tattooed in her head. You know, she's yeah. a New Englander, big Pats she fan. She looked at a side eye a little bit. When yeah, she did. Saying, I, for, I don't know if she was more annoyed we didn't know the score or the fact that we're talking about this game. We but, just knew they lost and they didn't cover. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. I thought the defense looked good. Remember, Matt Jones had the sack fumble. That was one of the touchdowns. Right. Again, the one play, and then you give up two field goals. And here's the other thing. And I got to tell you one thing in defense of the Patriots on that fourth and seven play. I think on the third down play, the way they took the timeout, it was like, hey, Jason Sanders, they might come out and try a long field goal at the end of the half. So they gambled, took the timeout, which was the right play. Yes. They just didn't recover defensively on the next play. Uh, I'm not concerned about that from a defensive standpoint. I was not, I was inaccurate and incorrect on Mac Jones. He is far better than I thought when he came out of Alabama. I think he's a really good quarterback. I just think this arrogance of not needing a wide receiver has been a problem. It's starting to show itself a little bit. You know, <laughs> one, of, one of my guests that I like on the network is Thomas Gable, uh, runs the Borgata in New Jersey. And all summer long, I was talking to Thomas, and the Jets were taking so much. I get it. You're in the tri-state area, right? If you're in Jersey or Philadelphia or wherever, you're going to bet the Jets because it's your hometown team or it's your area team. They were up as high as five and a half. And I was like, what are, what are the New Yorkers and the New Jerseyans? I don't know if that's the right term. Are the people in the tri-state area, what are they seeing in the Jets? And now it's down to five. And Robert Salah, Salah he said, I'm going to, everybody's laughing at us now. Like he's going to take names and create a list. I'm laughing. Are we supposed to believe this is a six-win football team? Because now you, it's down to five. What have you possibly seen people I, I, in? the greater Jersey area that makes you put your money in the jets. I didn't see six wins before the season started. I still don't see uh, five. If anything comes up, this team is bad. I think this team's in contention for the first overall pick. And if you're Robert Salah, why are you coming out and saying that you're a head coach of the national football I'm taking league? Names, I'm, t- baby. No, I'm taking receipts. And taking receipts. receipts. Yeah. Something like that. You know what? I, I tell you what, I would love for somebody to show him this. And when this team can't score and can't win games, because you look at the schedule, they're at the Browns, the Bengals at home, at the Steelers. And remember, the Bengals are going to take that game very seriously. They lost in New York last year against this Jets team. Then at Pittsburgh, Dolphins at the Packers, at Broncos, Pats, Bills. Woo! I, good, good, good thing uh, other sports are right around the corner, including the Rangers. I, I mentioned why I have an affinity for a guy like Jim Harbaugh. It's because he does not care what anybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Robert Sala, you need to go to that school. Because when you start listening to people and naysayers, you will become a fan because you're going to lose your job that way. Don't li- just insulate yourself. The only thing that matters is you and that other 53 in that locker room. You start listening to people, media, fans, whatever. Dude, that is not a good look. Maybe he didn't get into that school. <laughs> he didn't. By the way, our pro tip for hour number two, it's about exactly what we've been talking about. In-season win totals. The relatively new betting option across the country. Make sure to check in on those win totals throughout the season because you can find some great value. Maybe not on the Jets, but on other teams. That was our pro tip for hour number two. We do one across the VEASAN spectrum. That means you're going to get about 20 a day. They're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by sport or by show. Look, look I, like Robert Sala, I, good. You take offense to what people say about your team. Prove them wrong. I agree. But don't come out and say, I'm going to take receipts. On who? On the New York media? Good luck with that battle. That's not going to end it's, well. It's not even that. You shouldn't even be concerned. Right now, let's be realistic here. He's in a fight for his life for his job. 
Yes. I mean, long-term. That's what he should be concerned yeah, with. This guy, he should be on the list along with Cliff Kingsbury, first coaches to get fired this year. Ooh. But there's no way they're going to fire Cliff because the GM and Deep the quarterback, guy. they all have the same agent. They're, it's all. That thing is interesting in Arizona. It's like the mob out there. They are protected. They are insulated. Robert Sala, not so much. Uh, that was a lot of fun. As always, I'm all, always enjoy the conversation. I want to thank uh, Frank Schwab and also Steve Mackinnon for joining us here. Kelly does a great job behind the glass. Final countdown coming up next with Matt and Stormy. Keep it right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.